0: This is Cinema Spin.
1: Hello everybody, I am Matt. Jason will be along in just a second. I'm here to announce that we're going to change up the way we do things here at Cinema Spin. From this point on, our random reviews will be released by themselves as standalone content. We feel like this makes it easier for our listeners to choose the type of content they want to listen to and avoid the type they do not want to listen to. Anyway, thanks for listening, and let's get right to it. We've got a random movie to talk about, and
0: here to tell us about it is Jason. Our random movie this week is Con Air, the 1997 movie, Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Simon West, uh, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. So, Nicholas Cage plays Cameron Poe, an army ranger <laughs> falsely imprisoned for murder, yeah, he, he killed those guys, but they had it coming. Uh, he is about to be paroled uh, and get the life he deserves with his wife and young daughter. Except to get home, he has to take a prison flight filled to the brim with dangerous cons who have l- less reason to behave than he does. And he finds himself in the middle of an elaborate plot by supervillain Cyrus the Virus Grissom, played by John nakovich to hijack the plane and escape. Uh, on the ground, John Cusack plays a uh, U.S. Marshal sympathetic to pose situation, and in every direction on the titular flight is a familiar face Steve Busemi, Ving Rames, Danny Trejo, and even a young Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Uh, this is directed by Simon West, but it bears all the artistic signature, if you would <laughs> call it artistic, of Jerry Bruckheimer's late 90s movies like Bad Boys and Armageddon. That means a lot of r- loud rock music, lots of cheesy dialogue, and lots of explosions.
1: Channeling your inner Michael Bay, as you Yes, <laughs>
0: Michael Bay, a, cl- a frequent collaborator of Bruckheimer's. Um... If you could smell this movie, it would smell like gasoline and armpits. Is this just mindless fun? Is this mindless fun, Matt, or is it just
1: mindless? It's just mindless. It's not any fun. Um let's just <laughs> let's go back to the beginning. Okay. Uh Wind Cam- it back. Cameron Cameron Poe. Okay. Maybe the stupidest name in the history of film for uh-huh, a main character. Campo. Yeah. Campo
0: <laughs> Ch- Cam to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've done that. <laughs> <I did.
1: laughs> but yeah, okay, so that's that's dumb. Um the whole pretense for his incarceration is complete horseshit.
0: It, he can't it, get one guy in that gar- that bar, to tell the truth about this was <laughs> self-defense, right? Or alternately, it's it, it, it's in you know this this uh, honky tonk bar in, in Alabama, right? He, so why uh, why not lean into that and say, oh well, the judge was uh, was one of the uh, cousins of one of the guys <laughs> he killed or something? I like mean, that. he kind of gets
1: gets just gets charged with manslaughter. Mm-hmm. right and, yeah, and, because be he, his hands are deadly weapons <laughs> you wouldn't get a 10-year sentence for that come no on.
0: It, no and and more than one guy attacks okay. him so there's it, a lot of, it, it, that's this deadly, is, uh, deadly this force. is a
1: this is a dumb foundation for a mountain of dumb yeah that we're going to build on top of it uh yeah this my self-preservation <laughs> skills made me avoid this movie yes. for almost 30 years yes and finally, the randomizer made me watch it. And man, was I right to protect
0: myself from this. <laughs> this is like the first thing I wrote down is I was in the same boat. This was this came out in the, in the prime of the era when you and I were seeing movies yes. for free in the theaters because because of our connections. We were seeing every movie that came out just because there was nothing else to do on a Friday night. So and we went out of our way to dodge this movie because of its it's very, very maudlin, overblown trailer. Right? Yes, I'm and sure that we looked at each other and said no nope, nope. after the trailer. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, and and I got to say not not only good for us, but also this is a triumph of truth in advertising because that trailer <laughs> perfectly advertises the product. I, you're right. You it, get what you pay for. You, you get, are get, so right. <laughs> it comes as advertised.
1: Um, is, did, anybody, does, did, did you find it distracting when <laughs> um you know, Cage is in this southern accent or did you expect him to start talking about Huggies? Hell oh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know f- right. phrases like "you ate sand" are going <laughs> you, ate, through- <laughs> you ate what? You ate
0: sand. You ate sand. Yep.
1: <laughs> you know that kind of stuff's right. going through my head. So yeah. Right. Yeah. You're, dri- like you're this, dreaming of a better movie. A movie like this, <laughs> when, when it's trying to get you to somehow want to root for eight thousand characters all in one movie, you don't need any distractions. Yeah. You know, it's like. You got Chief O'Brien and you got <laughs> and you got Cusack running around in this, which they're basically playing. Are they not playing kind of the same role, but they have yeah, opposite yeah. opinions? Why not? Yeah, One, the one's after him, but he's very he's very suspicious. One's right. after him, but he wants to believe.
0: Right, Chief O'Brien <laughs> exists in this movie only for the gag about destroying his, his sports car. Right? <laughs> right, it's like what has Bruckheimer got against sports cars? I get that you've <laughs> got to have
1: a cast of cons in a con playing movie. Yeah. Um, do they? Maybe you don't need to have 14 or how many there are, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know,
0: does it have to be this popular?
1: Does it have to be every con in the state of Utah? You know, or and, I, and I realize you are not a fan of Forrest Gump, <laughs> and you yes, didn't I, even mention him when you mentioned people were in this movie. But you got Tom Michael Hanks. T. And I think it's because you forgot it. You forgot <laughs> Michael T. Williamson was in this movie. Who played Bubba famously in Forrest? Uh, because he's uh, one of the most useless characters, yeah, ever in an action film. I, I, <laughs> he's only there to have diabetes and oh, need a and shot. He has the, whole the movie. diabetes.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to to <laughs> right, there there aren't high enough stakes in this movie already with what with the daughter da- trying to get home to the daughter and the hijacked plane. But you also have the ticking time bomb of the friends you know, diabetic pancreas. <laughs> right. And if he doesn't get his shot, well, he's just going to convulse. Right. uh, uh it, so it
1: just never stops. You know, there's all, there's, there, there's many, many horrendously bad special effects in this. Yeah. That aren't, they haven't aged bad. They were bad when they started. Yeah. They, yeah.
0: We're here to tell you.
1: They were bad blue screens. Um, at one point, uh, <laughs> cut rate CGI, this giant plane, it buries itself in sand and somehow they just pull it out and take off. Okay, sure.
0: Right. Ugh. And those planes, well, I know those are big planes. Well, right? they're not gigantic. They're... Well, they're... You, but, I mean, it makes it look like the inside of it is like a cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's shot like this is... You know, it, it's bigger than the hangar.
1: <laughs> like Joel Schumacher shoots hospitals. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the Bruckheimer touch, I think we can say, looking back on this, is to make these movies, like The Rock, like this, like Armageddon, that are just this fire hose of stupid. Um, but, to dire- but to make them in such a... Uh, a over overblown operatic style that um that you don't give the audience the choice of whether or not you're you love this it's just like you're (laughs) proceeding like you are gonna love this look (laughs) at this and look at this and look at this as if nobody could not love it (laughs) right yes and so there's just so they're assuming that we're just loving sort of every second of this hot garbage um, and cheering our brains out every time one of these characters comes on stream, like, oh, he's back on screen. Look at him. You know, it's he's the virus, right? It's John Nakovich. And he's Cyrus, the oh. virus. His name rhymes. yes. and and like that attitude is meant to sort of hypnotize me into, like, believing I'm being entertained by this. Right? Like giving me no choice. As opposed right? to being actually entertained. Yes. Give you the illusion of being entertained. R- and, right. And somehow I, I'm able to resist the hypnotist. <laughs> I'm, the hypnotist. I've am i always
1: been able to. This um, is up there with like movies like The Core. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I don't think you watch Daylight, Stallone's Daylight, but we, I watch that. Yeah. This has got this 90s just pocket of just nonstop in your face. It's like a yeah, the, cinematic. The like colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's in your face.
0: <laughs> no, it is. Right. If you're doing it, the opposite, if you're doing it properly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's. Uh, yeah, it's just all. It's just wall to wall explosions and, and 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 you know these rock music stabs and. and...
1: Uh, yeah, do we? Do we? I think we go to Sweet Home Alabama not once but twice. And then the you know the the how do I live of it all But wait he lives
0: in Alabama so well of course he'd love that song That's, sure you have to if you're from Alabama sure I was And it's home <laughs> I mean do I have to spell it out for you Matt <laughs> well, one,
1: po- one podcast I always listen to is is uh, 60 songs that uh, explain the 90s It's one of <laughs> one of my favorites and it's it's a it's a rock critic and he he's got a sh- and, and he um <laughs> he finally gets to the song at the very end it, it, he goes on a, a crazy way to get there finally <laughs> and telling a story uh, from his childhood or whatever uh-huh. but, uh, or you know when he was younger or from the 90s and um there's one where he starts out talking about con, con air mm-hmm. and tell talk gets into the story about how which i didn't realize i just just heard this last week um they have leon rhymes record how do i live mm-hmm. and at some point the studio steps in and says look we're not comfortable with a fourteen-year-old girl singing this "How Do I Live Without You" song, where the the it's about <laughs> Nicholas Cage thinking about his family. We don't like that. Uh-huh. So they have Trisha Yearwood come in and, and re- uh, re-record. Okay, it. Yeah, <laughs> they put both songs on the uh, on the soundtrack album, and uh, Trisha Yearwood's version goes crazy on the country chart, and Leon Rimes' version goes crazy on the pop rock charts, all at the same time. In the crazy year of 1997, that was. But uh, I, I thought that was interesting. I, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd never heard that that account before.
0: Yeah. Well, it was back when, uh, yeah. But
1: when, <laughs> when that movie heavy-handedly comes on at the end to show you that your movie's all, over. Yeah, right. And that <laughs> Poe is finally reunited with uh, his daughter who's never seen him. Yeah. Because that's good parenting when you're in prison. Right. To not let your daughter see you to your are out of prison. can't see
0: me like this. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> that Nicholas Cage doing something. I wanted like to that. get a haircut. I wanted to get a haircut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ugh. He is not, not the problem with this movie. He doesn't help, but he's not the problem. It's uh, everything all at once.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah i mean i just this, hate this kind of crap <laughs> yeah yeah exactly this this became a whole kind of you know as we've been saying this you know bruckheimer movie action movies became a whole sort of subgenre of uh of film back then and you know i, yeah. I did a good i pretty did a pretty good job of avoiding movies like uh like pearl harbor and so on you know Ooh, man i didn't uh, i mean i didn't get oh, well.
1: i didn't i didn't avoid
0: that one yeah well I stepped
1: on that land. Yeah. The, the Rock's uh, better than this. Yeah, The Rock is a better movie than this. Uh, it's got a lot of the same characteristics. <laughs> yeah, but it's the just sa- uh, the same general style. It's just got um, a little bit more going for it. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but uh, yeah, yeah, that was a. I mean, I guess they still make that sort of movie now. I mean, Transformers are yeah, like, yeah. kind of like that. Right. Michael I mean, ba- Michael
0: Bay continues. I've the... only, I stopped after my first Transformer movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, me too. I, I me had too. enough. And, right, and uh, we have we had our chance this week to cover the what is it ninth uh, transfer? I don't know. Seriously, I don't like, know how many we had. Been... We had a chance. We could have done. Uh, well, well, they don't have a, t- a number in their title. How are you supposed to keep track? Fast and Furious Ten was kind of in this, <laughs> in this yeah. vein where they throw yeah. a lot
1: at you that just keeps coming.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess Fast and Furious has grown. It sort of grew into that aesthetic. The first, I guess that's true. Fast and true. Furious movies
1: were. These movies would have ever-changing casts. I mean, yeah,
0: maybe they should do a Con or two now. Oh, well, I, I mean, who <laughs> knows? I, I'm sure there's some somebody is trying to reboot this or make a sequel or you know.
1: If something exists, somebody's trying to reboot it somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I've come to believe that for sure. Uh. Yeah, I, I. Man, this this was tough. I, I watched this in about maybe four different little. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I had to, I had to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll try again tomorrow on this. Let's I said my to several times. I, <laughs> I watched the last of it this afternoon. I just couldn't, couldn't make myself stand yeah. more than twenty for twenty minutes
0: or twenty-five minutes. You poke a hole on a piece of paper and look at it that way, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as if it's going to damage your eyes. <laughs> right. you yeah, uh, I, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. This this movie brings the stupid and it brings it hard, and that's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> you see what we did there? I, I do. <laughs> I think it's I think it's probably clever, more clever than most people think it yes. is. Yes. <laughs> well, wow. it's all more right. clever than, than Connor deserves. <laughs> well, let's step and talk about the future for a second, shall we? The random movie, which we're going to select right now. The year 1983, the film Death
0: Stalker. <laughs> okay. Death Stalker. I, I don't think I even know what that is. You're about to find out. <laughs> this was a uh, staple of video stores uh, in the 80s, right? <laughs> yeah. The, the, <laughs> there's the movies that you thought you
1: were renting and the movies that the, the box tricked you. Into thinking this you is rent. exactly right. The box
0: uh, for this was pretty cool. <laughs> um, and I remember uh, the movie being not so great, but we'll take another look. I mean, maybe my opinions forty years down the line. Well, have, yeah, uh, I mean changed.
1: you're 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 more mature now. Sure. I mean, we hope. <laughs> not really. <laughs> some ways, yes. Some ways, no. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, thanks for joining us. Thanks for sticking with us. But uh, bye for now.
0: Bye.